Is Kim Kardashian a witch who's casting spells on Kanye West? And then we look at the popular yet controversial conspiracy. Are the Illuminati really the good guys? Today on Dead Rabbit Radio. Hey everyone, welcome back to another episode. Actually, it's episode 100. And it is the start of Season 3 of Dead Rabbit Radio. I'm your host, Jason Carpenter. I am having a great day. I hope you're having a great day, too. My vacation was really busy. I really uh, got a bunch of research done, and I found a way to streamline research. So that was nice. You know, just having a week to kind of look at the flaws of the research process. Not saying that I did any additional research than I normally do. But, I mean, I did research more stories. But I think if you if you listen this far in the podcast, it's not... You know, people complain. They go, "Man, this isn't this isn't a news podcast. You're not a journalist." Yeah, that's kind of the point. I was talking to my little brother. I said, "My podcast is basically the equivalent of your best buddy read something weird in the news and then plops down on your couch and proceeds to tell you about it while drinking a beer." It's that that's kind of the vibe of the show. I didn't want to sit down and read Wikipedia articles and do deep dives into like the research. I, I do that, but I think the way that it's presented is is there's a reason why it's presented the way it's presented. I do want to say, too, now this isn't going to affect a lot of the listeners, but it's going to affect the pod, the listeners who use the Podbean app. We're actually changing our podcast provider. We're going with a different podcast provider. It's going to allow us more freedom, more stats. Really, what I needed was a lot more stats. I just needed a lot more room to grow. So for most of you, you're not even going to notice the difference. For the people who are watching it on YouTube, you're not even going to notice. We're still going to upload on YouTube. For the users who download it from Podcast Addict or iTunes or anything like that, there may be a day or two where it doesn't look like anything's getting updated, and that's just because of the everything's being moved over. But... Again, your subscriptions are going to stay the same. For the people who use the Podbean app, you will unfortunately probably have to listen to it either on the website, which I will present when we get it. So for the Podbean users, there's going to be a brief cutoff where we're switching from Podbean to Libsyn. And Libsyn will also have a website that you can just listen to the episodes on the website. But in that interim period, what I would recommend doing is you can either go to our YouTube channel, Dead Rabbit Radio. Or you can add me on Twitter, at Jason O. Carpenter on Twitter, and I'll let you guys know what the real website is going to be there. It's going to be deadrabbit.com, actually. I don't know why I'm even making it to be mysterious. It's going to be deadrabbit.com. But if you're a Podbean listener, you will want to migrate over to that site. Or, you you know, I would I would hope that you guys stayed with the show. So, I'm sorry. But, yeah, we have to move to a different podcast provider. I just need uh, more access to the stats, less restrictions, things like that. Podbean's kind of an entry-level podcast site, and we've moved past the entry-level podcast site. So, we're going over to Libsyn. But, you know, Podbean was successful in what it did, and I appreciate my days with Podbean, but it's just time to move on. So, I just got out of a locked bathroom. I guess I should say that, too. I locked myself in my bathroom. That took about 10 minutes. At a certain point, I realized I'm not getting out of my bathroom, so I just took a shower. (laughs) And then I got out of the shower and sat and fiddled with it for a while. My door lock. I only have half the doorknob in my bathroom, so this is actually the second time I've got locked in a bathroom in probably the last three months. The last time I was getting ready to be in a play. I had to get down to the theater to do the show, and I locked myself in my bathroom, and now I did it again. Speaking of shows, nobody cares, but I recently saw The Addams Family at local high school up here in Hood River. It's pretty cool. 
I'm not. A, I actually don't like going to the theater. Anyway, anyways, but but it was a good show. I just like being in theater. I don't like watching it. So th- that was pretty much everything I did during my vacation. Oh, and I got some weird emails from my dad, but I'll talk about those tomorrow. And I got some great new artwork, and we're going to talk about that tomorrow as well because it's going to be ready to go up on the podcast and up on YouTube and all that stuff. But let's go ahead and get to what I know you're all looking forward to, which is officially the start of Season 3, Episode 100 of the Dead Rabbit Radio Podcast. So... I I appreciate you guys have been there. I hope that you guys stick with me as I'm moving from one podcast provider to the other. And again, it will be seamless for most of you, but I hope we take the next 100 episodes as a journey together because I'm having a lot of fun doing this, and I hope you're having a lot of fun listening to it. So let's go ahead and get started with our first story. Now, this recently happened. Well, I guess let me let me preface that. This this allegation this story just recently happened so in october of this year there's an actor named columbus short he's on this television show called scandal which i have a very scandalous story about that show there is this i'm not going to get into it but anyways basically this girl made me watch it it's a much longer story than that and i can't stand it because i can barely stand her Anyways, columbus short is on the show scandal or was on the show scandal i don't even know if it's on the air anymore i could totally forgot it existed until this story popped up on my radar. So what happened was recently there um, Columbus Short posted something on Instagram. <laughs> it was a picture of Kanye West, Kim Kardashian, his wife Kim Kardashian, and this Ugandan woman. And the quote underneath the Instagram post, Columbus Short wrote this. I post this picture for one reason and one reason only. I, I'm glad I'm reading it like he's some member of like the royal family. Okay. What's a better way to... Okay, I post this picture for one reason and one reason only. To expose witchcraft. This is what it looks like. It's an unaddressed issue, but real and present right now. Both men and women all over the world are unknowingly being tormented by witchcraft. And this is what it looks like. You can call me crazy, but I suggest you guys do your research. Of course, provides no links for the research we should do, so I actually had to do some of my own. We'll get to that in a moment, but uh, Columbus, in the future, if you want people to do their research, you should give them a little bit of a starting point. So, the picture, like I said, is Kim Kardashian, this Ugandan woman, and Kanye West. Now, full disclosure, I'm a big Kanye West fan. I, I didn't start off a Kanye West fan. I wasn't his fan until graduation. Not my graduation, the album. That was a bad joke, but... Anyways, I wasn't a fan of his until graduation, and then pretty much through and through to the current day. I like him for his music. I like him for his antics, his personality. I think he's kind of a modern-day, you know, Andy Warhol-type guy, just like a totally out-of-control artist. And I do have to say, I'm relatively a fan of Kim Kardashian in the sense that I admire her business acumen. Of course, I can't. I was aware of her from her sex tape, which is amazing, but I think she's a good businesswoman. She seems to be a relatively stable influence in Kim Carter- in, uh, Kanye West's life. She takes the idea of prison reform very seriously. She went and met with the president. She's talking about going to law school, possibly. I don't think she's an idiot. I think that she's kind of a Paris Hilton-type character where... She's very attractive, and she's smarter than she acts, because she knows that the dits is what sells. Because from what she's done otherwise, she seems to be fairly savvy. 
But I am a Kanye West fan, and like I said, to a lesser extent, a Kim Kardashian fan. I think Kanye West is probably one of the best rappers working right now of the new generation. Not like the little peep guys, but in between like ice cream. I'm getting off topic, but anyways. So full disclosure. And full disclosure, Kanye West is a, a, is an a eccentric guy. So in this photo, it is Kim Kardashian beaming with this smile. There's this very tall Ugandan woman standing in between them with a big smile. And Kanye West is staring off camera, blank look on his face. And this is the proof. This is what he's providing to post this picture to expose witchcraft. Now, here's the thing. Kanye West, I don't think, could take a normal photo to save his life. I, he's just is a he's an odd duck. That's just who he is. And if two people are smiling in the picture, he's going to look off in the distance. If the two people had this very somber look because they were at a World War I veteran memorial, he'd have a smile on his face. He's just, he just has these weird tics about him. But you're saying, Jason, your judgment's clouded because you like both of these people. And that's true. It could be clouded. But here again, here's the thing. This guy in this, what, four or five sentences that he posted on Instagram is supposed to be telling the world, exposing the world to the witchcraft that's going on. This is, first off, this photo's terrible evidence. If it was a picture of probably somebody who is normally on top of the world and they look this weird, there might be a little bit more behind it. But again, Kanye's just so weird anyways. And he's always been weird. It wasn't because Kim Kardashian is a witch or anything like that. And that's really what he's suggesting here. He's being, that Kanye West is being tormented by witchcraft. And then another user said, someone responded to this Instagram post and said, are you saying Kim Kardashian is a witch? And Columbus Short responded, yep. So he's saying that, yes, Kim Kardashian is somehow casting spells on him. Let's, okay. I'm not going to say witchcraft doesn't exist. Because I do believe in a certain element of magic that's possible. What I find incredibly unlikely is that a practicing witch would use, who's powerful enough to control other people, who's able to cast and curse hexes on people, would cast them on Kanye West, and like I previously said, she met with the president? Why didn't she cast them on the president? If she is that effective, if Kim Kardashian is that effective of a witch, why does she get so much hate? Shouldn't her life be absolutely perfect? Yes, she's rich and she's beautiful and all these things. But the general public looks fairly down upon her. So if she's this powerful witch that can actually control people, why doesn't she just meet with like the heads of Fox and all these media outlets, the heads of people, and cast the spell on them? You have to ask these questions. You, I, I, these are questions that have to be asked. So again, if, if I believe in an element of magic in the world, and I believe that there may be some people who are capable of using it, I do not believe Kim Kardashian is one of those people. Because the evidence doesn't prove it. She's met with world leaders, she met with all these people, and she's still pretty much... When she met with Donald Trump, the headline, I believe, was... What was it? The Trump and the Rump? That's not how you would talk about someone who had magical powers to control people. It just doesn't wash. So Columbus Short's allowed to have his opinion, and he does say, you can call me crazy, but generally when people say that, they kind of know. They kind of know. They they don't necessarily think that they're crazy, but they know what they're saying is incredibly illogical, which actually should be a term that's used more than crazy. You, go, you can call me illogical because it doesn't, there's no logic behind it. It's a picture of three people and one looks off. For all we know, he saw a duck getting decapitated by a chicken off camera. And that's why he's looking over there. We don't know. We don't have all the evidence. But 
The evidence that you've presented to me does not tell me that Kim Kardashian is a witch. But I will follow Columbus Short's advice. Columbus Short gave us the advice to do our research. We have to do our research to find out that men and women all over the world are unknowingly being tormented by witchcraft. So, I did. I found a website that told me the signs of a curse. Let's take a look at a couple of these. A lot of them were pretty boring, but I found some ones that were quite interesting. Okay, number one, this is a sign you're being cursed. So if this happens to you guys, you know something's up. Number one, you discover unidentified liquids on your doorstep or around your property. I will let you and your mind fill in what type of, what's the worst liquid you could find outside your door. I know what mine is. If I walked outside my door and I saw urine, I'd go, that's disgusting. If I walked outside my door and saw blood, my, you know what, the thing is, my first inclination would be like somebody got hurt here. Or an animal, someone dumped a dead animal off here. But if I walked outside my door and happened to see, I don't know, semen? I don't think I would jump to witchcraft, but I would think something was very, very off. So that would be, but actually, no, let's go back to this. Unidentified liquid. So I'm just going to look down and I'm going to see a puddle of something. I don't know what it is. That's actually less scary than blood or semen. If I walked out and I just saw a puddle, I'd be like, that's water. So let's go on with this. (laughs) One style of hex that a witch may choose to use involves creating an enchanted potion. Upon spilling the liquid in your in your home, around your property, or on your doorstep, the curse is then evoked. After cleaning up a suspected potion, be sure to cleanse the space with holy water. I would love to meet somebody who every time like they just see a puddle somewhere, they're like looking around for a pointy hat sticking out of the bushes. Number three. Now, Number two, you know, they they go on, a lot of them are just very vague. I just wanted to touch on the most ridiculous ones. This one here, number three. Now, I want to, I want you to imagine for a moment a grown adult, a, a mature human being sits down next to you and tells you this phrase with all earnesty. Like, they, they look at you and they go with complete conviction, they tell you this. You notice that photos have gone missing. Film-style photography is said to possess a piece of your auric energy, allowing for a special connection to the person being photographed. As such, these photos are often used as part of magic rituals. If you notice that pictures have gone missing around your home, a witch may have taken these. Now, again, I want you to imagine an adult who's walking around their house, and they notice the photo is missing. Now, again, I don't think they're talking about like framed photos. Let's say you're, let's say, I want you to imagine an adult who's going through their photo album and they notice a photo is no longer attached to the page that it's missing. Now, I think most people are going to go, oh, the glue must have come unstuck or the, you know, the paper was frayed or whatever and it fell out. It's behind the bookcase. That's where the picture is. But I imagine that there are a sizable group of people out there, a witch might have taken this. Like, that's what they jumped to because they read rule number three that. They're basically thinking a photo missing equals a witch. There's a, there's a group of people out there that is not a small group of people who would believe that. It's shocking to me. Now again, yes, people probably can harness some sort of unknown energy. I'll accept that. That might be possible. But that's a long leap to saying, oh, honey, where did you put our wedding photo? She goes, I don't know. And he's like, oh my God, check the house for liquids. Are there any liquids anywhere? A witch, a witch is loose. 
bizarre. It's bizarre. And it's interesting because it says the film style photography is set to possess a piece of your arc energy. So digital cameras don't do that. Yet, orbs, which are ghosts apparently, only show up, for the most part, in digital photography. So digital photography is good enough to capture the soul of a dead person, but not good enough to capture the energy of a living person. Even though you think that a dead person's soul would actually be given off more energy because it's penetrating the barrier between life and death. And then I have to say all the photos that I've deleted from my hard drive, was it really a little witch in there instead of a paperclip or any other Microsoft assistant helping me? So yeah, this is completely ridiculous, but people believe this. People believe this stuff. So let me cap this off. Kim Kardashian is not a witch. Missing photos are not the sign of a witch. Another rule here says that if your underwear goes missing, it may be a sign of a witch. If your underwear goes missing, it may be a sign someone's selling them on eBay. If you're a woman, if your underwear is missing and you're a man, it may be a sign that you're selling yours on eBay. Or they've simply disintegrated because you never wash them. A problem I commonly have. When my underwear goes missing, I just figured out. They just they just evaporated. Should have washed them. Witchcraft. Now you know the signs. Look for those photos, guys. If anyone still has actual film photos somewhere in their house, check to see if they're still there. Kim Kardashian might have paid you a visit. Let's go ahead and get moved on to the next story. Now, the next story is a story that has been highly requested. It's one that I think most conspiracy theorists have thought about at some point in their research. This one, this episode, I'm thinking might end up running a little long, but it is our 100th episode. It is the season three premiere, so we might have to just allow that because this is actually a fairly complicated topic. Are the Illuminati the good guys? That's really what we're going to be discussing here. Now, of course, it's going to be a matter of opinion. We don't know who or what the Illuminati even are, really. But let's go ahead and get as much facts as we can into this before we start breaking into the opinion. So... The Illuminati was, we know for, let's go over the facts. Illuminati, oh, and let me say this too. This was, like I said, this is something people have thought about for a long time, but it was, this episode was specifically requested by JC Bateman on YouTube. So thank you, JC. Are the Illuminati the good guys? Let's go over the facts here real quick. We're going to go back to the year 1776. We're going into Europe. There was a man, I'm going to butcher his last name, but his name was Adam Weishaupt, something like that. And he had a couple beefs. One, he was a fan of the Masons, but he kind of thought it was too expensive to join. And he thought that the church was interfering too much with the Enlightenment, too much with the advancement of man, which to be fair, they were. So he wanted to form a society of free thinkers and idealists to help raise humanity up. He Originally, they were called the Perfectibilists, and he thought, nah, that, that takes too long. So then they decided to take one of two names. They were either going to be the B order, like bzz, like bees, or the order of the Illuminati. Now, as, as funny as it would have been to have Alex Jones ranting about the B order taking over the planet, they did decide to go with the order of the Illuminati, and they're standardly known as the Bavarian Illuminati today. So they formed in 1776 on May 1st. This is a quote from Adam. He said, The order of the day is to put an end to the machinations of the purveyors of injustice to control them without dominating them. 
So this idea was to get into positions of power so they could begin to move society towards a more enlightened stage, hence the word illumination, illuminati. And they were doing their thing, and of course, with any, they started to recruit from the Masons, they had this order with these three steps that you could move up. It was a very Masonic-type organization. They began to get into positions of judges and things like that, and if members of the Illuminati were brought forward into court, they'd kind of get a better deal than just an, an average person. And what happened was eventually the government of Bavaria said, you know what, we're going to out... There was too much trouble. They had so many secret societies that all these people, they're basically extra-legal groups. They had their own set of laws, and they would help each other out and things like that. And the government of Bavaria said, we're going to outlaw all of them. Not just the Illuminati, all of them. Because all the Masonic lodges and all that stuff. Bavaria outlawed all secret societies. And that was officially the end of the Order of the Illuminati. In 1797 and in 1798, two books came out. And that's what really kept the idea of the... So the Order of the Illuminati is gone, but these books came out. And these books kept the conspiracy going. The idea was that the French Revolution that later happened was caused by the Order of the Illuminati. That they were still pulling the strings behind closed doors. Or is it behind the curtain? Anyways, they were pulling strings somewhere, sealed off. It's kind of been retconned. So now we're getting into the stuff that's not actually factual. This is all based on people saying things. There's no providence to any of... Is it providence or providence? Anyways, there's no going, there's no tracking back these actual quotes where we're going to go. Some people claim to say that the Illuminati was behind the American Revolution, which happened, what, a month? Declaration of Independence, this happened in May, June, July. So two months later, the Declaration of Independence was started. Some people say that the group was, it, it caused the American Revolution, caused the Declaration of Independence to be uh, created. My argument to that is you just had a whole generation of people who believed in throwing off the shackles of tyranny. Some of them were, were in Bavaria throwing off the shackles of the church. Some of them were in America throwing off the shackles of Britain. But the idea that the Illuminati has now, through the ages, controlled things, controlling things behind the scenes. Now, of course, Adam did say that's kind of what they wanted to do, control them without dominating them, take control without actually having to, you know, run everything. You're just running the pieces of power. What the Illuminati is generally considered today, when you hear that term, it is generally a insult or a pejorative. Generally, the Illuminati are considered to be saint worshippers. They're trying to create the new world order, which is a slave state of Earth. They've been linked to wanting to cause mass genocide, to cause food shortages so millions of people die, to controlling wars, to controlling race wars, to giving people vaccines to make them dumber or to control them, to wanting to install chips in people's hands so they can track and they can control them, rounding up people into camps and, again, controlling them, basically creating a prison planet where us normal people, us civilians... As normal homo sapiens are ruled over, we're cold, there's only like 5 million of us left, and we're ruled by this satanic overall cult. I'll say this, there's, and this should go without saying, but there's no proof to back any of that up, at all. There's nothing, like, there are people who've said they've defected from the Illuminati, and they tell us a story, but I could say I defected from Dairy Queen and tell you what a terrible place Dairy Queen is. And you have to take the idea, and that did happen, but you have to take 
what I say with a grain of salt, because one, you don't know if I'm making it up whole cloth, and two, you, maybe I just have bad blood, which isn't proof. It's something somebody else wrote, and there's a difference between that. We have historical documents for the stuff I just told about 1776 and the Bavarian Illuminati and stuff like that. That's all historical documents. Those are all records of that. Somebody telling an author about his time in the Illuminati, that's not proof. That's one person telling a story to another person. So that is the Illuminati in a nutshell. That they started off as the secret order in 1776, and now the theory goes, again, there's not any proof of it, but we'll the theory is, is that they're still around and they are satanic and they worship Moloch. They worship this owl in the Bohemian Grove and they put their secret symbols everywhere. The, the pyramid with the eye. You can see subliminal messaging in music videos. You can see subliminal messaging in kids shows. On and on and on. And they control everything. Now, so let's take that for a fact. That there is an Illuminati that controls everything. There is a group of people that have evolved from 1776 to today. And their plan, and their plan to put an end to the machinations of the purveyors of injustice is still here today. Let's get into the idea that the Illuminati are in fact the good guys. One theory is that they started off as good guys, and then they became corrupted by their power. They started off with the intention of being this enlightened group that would rise humanity up past the self-implied restrictions of the church and church thought. They said science will rule the day. Philosophy will rule the day instead of these religious leaders ruling the day. But over the preceding 300 years, they've, you know, the original good men died out. And those who've taken their place after them and after them, they've just become more focused on power and money and have become part of the problem and no longer are part of the solution. So that's one of the theories. There's another one that you have the Illuminati that runs everything. And then you have the garbage people. And the garbage people are the people who generally we associate with the Illuminati. The, the like baby sacrificers, the child porn peddlers, the horrible like bankers and people who start wars and stuff like that and the illuminati are so well hidden that we can't see past the garbage people when we see these horrible deals being made behind closed doors or u.s government selling weapons to this country and you're thinking that's horrible and chemical weapons being dropped and these high profile people getting away with child porn charges or getting like slaps on the wrist and things like that and we go how is all of this horrible stuff happening and I know there's an Illuminati. I believe that. But then on under, then I see proof of all this horrible stuff happening. I think they're connected. And it could be that the actual Illuminati are so well hidden that we can't see them. We see all the people who are like, you know what would be real funny to hide this pyramid eye in this Nickelodeon ad? Yeah. And the garbage people could actually be trying to give the Illuminati a bad name. Because they know the Illuminati is fighting for good. Theory. Again, there's no proof of any of this, but it's an interesting theory. And I think it's one that would actually stand up. Because when we look at powerful people getting away with doing wicked things, we go, how could that happen? And if you believe also that there is a group of powerful people ruling the world, you would, your next step would be like, oh, it happens because they're part of this group that runs the whole world. You just see the visible stuff 
and you go, I can see this, and I know this other thing I can't see exists, therefore the two must be connected. And I think that's one of the reasons why the Illuminati gets a bad name. But I think the most important reason, again, if you buy into the theory of the Illuminati, if you buy into the theory that the Illuminati are controlling the planet, let me ask you a question. And it's a very, very simple question. Is the world better off today than it was in 1776? If there was a group that was founded in 1776 and their goal was to enlighten humanity, to bring them out of the dark ages of thought, are we immeasurably better off as a planet today than we were in 1776? Global poverty is down. World hunger is down. Life expectancy is up. Technological advances are mind-blowing to someone from 1776. We have our problems. We have bush wars. We have political issues. We have personal strife. We have international strife. But even in my lifetime, the world has gotten better from the brink of nuclear war when I was growing up in the 80s. Like, I'm 42 years old. So I was a little kid during the 80s. And we were on the brink of global nuclear war. And it terrified me as a child. To now, I simply worry about getting shot when I go out to a nightclub. You can Both are equally terrifying. But one was the end of humanity. And the other one is an unfortunate, terrible event that I'm still aware of can happen to me. But I think by any measure, you could say that is an improvement. That's an improvement. Just that example. People are living more fulfilling lives today than they were in 1776. The average person. You could say, well, the philosopher got to sit around all day and just eat apples like Johnny Appleseed and read books all day. The philosopher, maybe. But for the average working person, it's been much better now than it was back then. For poor people, it was a hundred times better than it was back then. If there is an Illuminati, if they have been acting behind the scenes, you can come up with all the theories about saint worshipping and stuff like that that you want with the Illuminati. that They're trying to create this prison planet and give people chips. Those are theories. If you believe that the Illuminati formed in 1776 and they've ruled since then, you have to believe that they have benefited this planet because it's better than it was back then. It's better for pretty much everybody. Rainforest, you know, a couple animals, probably not so much. But people have more. They have more time. They have more wealth. They have more food. They have the ability to communicate with people in parts of the globe that in 1776 were almost fictional. People didn't even know those places existed. We have grown so much as a species, we've landed on the moon. We've sent probes out to the farthest reaches of the solar system, and we've cured diseases that back then they thought were curses. If the Illuminati has ruled the world since 1776, they're doing a damn good job. DeadRabbitRadio at gmail.com is going to be your email address. You can also hit us up at facebook.com slash deadrabbitradio. Twitter is at Jason O'Carpenter. 100th episode. We're going to get, I don't know. I figure we'll probably stop around 1,000. Assuming nothing crazy happens. I figure we got 1,000 episodes behind us, in front of us. Dead Rabbit Radio is the daily paranormal conspiracy and true crime podcast. You don't have to listen to it every day, but I'm glad you listened to it today. Have a great one, guys. Hey.